Welcome to Inside Out Podcast. Here is your host, Sean Barnes. No need to test anything. Don't adjust your earphones. Inside Out Podcast with your host or one of your hosts, Sean Barnes. But I will point out the roof is on fire. Oh my God, we just watched the Rangers game. Raise your hands higher. <laughs> Thursday, it's April 14th and the Teddy Dares are through in the Europa League. But you know what? I'm just going to introduce the man. He is the man that always tells his wife to tie her shoelaces or she'll fall for him all over again. <laughs> it is the co-host, Michael Cordy Noody. And how do you do the to yourself, pal? Uh, normal service has resumed. It's just going to be us two today. Uh, mm-hmm. No third wheel today. <laughs> exactly. Uh, talking about third Oh my God! <laughs> Daryl's back! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, Daryl, I'm sure you'll get this, but we can't see you, so... Uh... <laughs> Anyway, Michael, please continue. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody's going to get that after the release of, uh, you know. Well, we're gonna, they're going to find out if uh, you've edited it, if this bit's not included in the uh, up-and-coming Edit. episode. Yes. But anyway, talking about edits and shit that's been down, Elon Musk offers to buy Twitter for 50 point... No, sorry. For $50.20 uh, a share... And that's equivalent of $41.4 billion. But for you uh, non-American viewers, non-North American viewers, <laughs> it's uh, £38.26 per share. And over 31 oh, fucking billion pounds. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. <laughs> what, what the fuck does he want with them? What do you think? What does he, he wants want to them? uncensor the whole thing, I bet you. I bet you that's what he wants to do. He wants to uncensor the whole thing because there's no platform that's not censored. There's been ones that have cropped up, but they've just been shut down. But see, with someone like the Tower of Twitter, the Tower of Twitter, don't worry, we might go to the Google machine in a little bit, but... uh, (laughs) The power of Twitter, they're coming this fall. In the city, he was born to survive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Little tortilla boy. <laughs> Nate, is that uh, that's that's the thing? Do you think that's what it is as well? Possibly. Um, it's really interesting because he's a unique character, man. He would do something like that. Considering the reach that it's got, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's got as much reach as it previously did. But like, but really think of all the people who would go back to it because Elon Musk is um, the one that's running it now. Elon Musk. Well, yeah, well, you're basically saying all the fanboys. Pretty much. Oh my god, it's him, it's Elon! Oh my god! <laughs> Elon! You want Elon gate up beside me, daddy? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, that was one of the points I had to talk about on this uh, podcast <sighs> episode. <laughs> Michael, uh, I think that's a very interesting point that, you know, I'm running out of ideas here. <laughs> well, Sean, you know what? That's fine if you run out of ideas, but go on. Hit me back. <laughs> it's 15 love. 15 love. Hey, well, uh, did you hear it? So, speaking of money, actually, this is a good one. So, Roman Abramovich 
Remember Arsenal? the guy we were talking about a few weeks ago saying, and it, you know, he gets, he starts getting associated with the whole Russian uh, oligarchs or whatever, right? And oh, then yeah. the uh, we're saying, yeah. like, always conveniently selling Chelsea. Uh, not before where he gets other people to run it because he's stepping back all of a sudden, right? Yeah, he gets Roman Roman Adranovic has $7 billion frozen uh, assets uh, as oh. part of this uh, thing right now. And it's... Uh, <laughs> that's $7 billion worth of assets. You guys heard it here first. You guys heard it here fucking first. We were talking about this shit. Other news mm. sources, weren't they? <laughs> Even though I got that off of some other news source. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> Not to mention the Verge is uh, a proud mm-hmm. uh, partner of us again after they've been making it up to us with some good news and we're still getting fucking paid for them but you know we'll get there it's little steps just need to keep hashtagging the show but... <laughs> <laughs> and talking about hashtagging the fucking shit out of it Ukraine has smashed the fuck out of that bloody boat that attacked Snake Island oh. Oh yeah, fuck, I saw that. You. <laughs> fuck you! And then the thing is, Russia were saying that Russia were denying it, and then uh, I don't think they are anymore. I think they're just kind of said, yeah. It's... Nah, because yeah, the the missile attacked the fucking boat that done it, and the uh, person that said "fuck you," Russian boat or what the hell it was, he uh, got a medal. <laughs> he? For his bravery, yeah. Holy for shit. his bravery. I so, can't like, believe we're sitting here all these weeks later. After first talking about this, and it's still happening. I know, like, no, no war was ever ended in, you know, like a few weeks or whatever. But I don't know. I just, I think the world or a lot of people had really thought this would be done by now. That's an interesting thing to actually bring up. What was the shortest war in the world? And we'll find out right now. Michael is currently on www.. He's tightened with one finger because... The uh, Anglo-Zanzibar War. Unbelievable. And when was this? 1896. It was a brief conflict between the British Empire and the East African island... Uh, Oh God, I can't even believe say that word. Sultanate of Zanzibar. I don't know, I've absolutely murdered that. But anyway, following the death of the previous sultan, Zanzibar Prince Khalid ibn Bagash refused to accept the British Empire's preferred successor and instead occupied the sultan's palace. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The war lasted no longer than 40 minutes. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Fucking hell. They must have just went... I've seen longer wars at school. (laughs) Ah, yeah, I know. The sweaties in the net. Or playing football for like three, four, five hours, man, non stop. Honestly, I can't burn it. <laughs> Just try running for three, four, five minutes on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you need to remember back in the, the Meldrum days, for your viewers, Meldrum Primary School is the primary school that we went to, um, it was grey, started off grey, then it ended up pink and we got fucking ripped everywhere, man. <laughs> Remember that, where you'd be like, oh, is that the pink school? <laughs> Aye. Fucking nonsense. Anyway, we had a, 
Uh, our school uniform is a red top, white polo, black uh, shoes, and black pants. Our trousers for you UK viewers. Sorry, or the rest of the world. And, uh, yeah. We played on a big fucking ash pitch shot, didn't we? Oh, many times I fell on that thing and <laughs> half your face is fucking ripped off. I remember somebody mate, I remember somebody falling on that and they fucking their face went against this ash which is like tiny fucking stone and it's yeah, all scratchy. Mate, they lifted lifted up their face and it looked like fucking Terminator that entered the fucking lava and his face was fucking hanging off. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad, eh? And yeah. then, and then there was like how many clashes like was it from like four, five, six, seven, like yeah, it each was from year. Yeah, yeah, like that's the, 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 think of how many games of football, how many separate games of football were on in that pitch at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's it's twenty so goalkeepers for twenty different games, and each goal and then there's about 40 games going on on the middle of the pitch and you're like fucking news and he's not even in your game than that you know so you don't even know right. who the fuck's tackling you and the thing is man they always get that collision <laughs> that one collision where somebody just oh. got the wrong way boom and you get that fucking that referee or that those people outside and just look at kids those weirdos with the cards yeah. and that coming everybody out of the way please I'm coming through <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. So yeah, I didn't when when we went to high school, it was actually better. Like, cause that everybody that I remember when we were going to high school, we were oh, I can't wait, like better pitching that. Like, <laughs> everybody <laughs> said so that. I remember that. You were oh, oh, wait till you get to the high school. Like the the pitch there's way better, like grass pitches. <laughs> Yes, we didn't see grass until we were about 11. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah the, the facilities at Dean's High School, for you people listening that have been to the new one, you'll have not had the old school fucking Dean's High School that we had. We yeah. had to put up some 1960s shit. Crazy, man. And it was still the same. Yeah. You know, um, I, I always, like, think about, like, I could actually draw, I don't think I could draw the, the number of classes in each area and that, neither rough, but I can draw the exact layout of the school and, and the, like, the each department and that on each floor, like, I can remember it so easily, man. Welcome back to Dean's Community High School Radio. <laughs> we cater to even our most... Niche listeners, you know, maybe like three people that are listening to this <laughs> will know what the fuck we're talking about. Jim Jemison. <laughs> we know. Your brothers are wronging. Moving on. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Hamilton. Hope you're still uh, kicking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so legend. I, I love Tom. <laughs> Coming into the changing rooms and he's like, all right, yeah, who's fucking shagging the this week and that? <laughs> Such a fucking lad. Honestly, God, fucking <laughs> made me laugh so fucking lot. So fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> but he fucking took no shit though. Took fucking no shit if you're. Oh, if you're yeah, you were a good laugh. You were on his good side. You were fine. 
But as soon as you fucked him off, you would know about it right away. Oh, he was proper old school, man. I fucking loved it how he had that no bullshit. Oh, that was man. fucking classy. Everybody respected him. Oh, yeah. You know one thing I think school taught you, in a way, or at least I feel this way, like... How to cope with being bullied. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... But I mean, like you would, the teachers would kind of trust you more as you were, as as you got older, and it kind of taught you that you you know you earn that trust eh, like over time, and it that taught me that at that age anyway. I mean, maybe it sounds silly. Were you but... giving shit sexual favors to the teachers, Sean? Is this your fucking admission right now? <laughs> <laughs> as you refer back to uh, the two thousand and eight yearbook. I was voted the most funny. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I was. Um, that did not answer your question, but still. <laughs> yeah, I was voted. Um, Fanny coolest, of the year? <laughs> coolest Iranian guy. <laughs> was that actually a category? Nah, I don't even know. I never even did that shit. I thought it was lame. Yeah, I think that was only an idea for our year that did that. Like, but it was pretty cool. I didn't mind it. I didn't really like help make it or that, but you know what's came out of my head actually is the fucking uh, the school dinners. Fucking hell, oh. we had some absolute shite fucking dinners. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen folk from the age of fucking thirteen to the age of seventeen every single day having fucking chips and cheese with a fucking oh. tomato sauce. I'm like, Are you fucking serious eating that yeah. every single fucking every week? day? <laughs> Bloody hell. Holy shit! You know, I that's, remember uh, that. Uh, the, the, you know that woman that worked in the cafe. I think her name was Janice or something. The one that worked in the downstairs <laughs> cafe. It's, right? always, it's always a fucking Janice. Oh, I, all right, how you doing? That's what I was going to say. She's like, go on, no, 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 start. She was always really nice in that. But the, the thing is, she worked at her dog house and ended up being like 100 mile an hour. She's going, she's like, yeah, I'll fucking say it to you in a minute. Hey, that's shit in it, thanks to that master. Then she's wheeled her at the table, fucking cleaning that table, nothing that other. Then she's walking back. And then somebody's like, Janice, is you, you got any fucking coke? I've got a, I got a coke for you, darling. And then she goes in, you know, and then it's fucking, she was about 100 miles an hour, man. Mate, and because she's going that fast, she ends up resembling a fucking emu going 45 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dust came up behind her every time she'd walk past you. Unbelievable. And she had those fucking perm, that perm of hair, I think she had her. I can't, I can't mind. But aye. She was yeah, fucking sound as fuck, though. I always had a laugh in that. Oh, she was cool as fuck. I just remember her being fucking ratted. Every time you fucking got served off Janice, I tell you, it was fucking quick and efficient yeah. and seamless. Yeah. Your chips were fucking roasting as well. Sometimes exactly. though, sometimes not enough coverage in the cheese, but that's what happens when somebody fucking like smashes out the park, eh? <laughs> See when you think of it, right? And this is nothing <laughs> on fucking Janice, right? Like fucking <laughs> hell. Calling out Janice, you <laughs> right, Janice, I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> but no, but here's the thing, right? So when you think of it closer than that now, right? Like everybody's a fucking germaphobe. If you think of it, Janice would take that money off, you put it in the till, get your Martha, get your bottle of coke, and then fucking grab cheese with the same hand that's been on everything else and put it on top of your fucking chips. <laughs> right? And then you would just go, oh, no problem, Janice. And then you would fucking tear and you would eat the chips. That's the thing is, hurt. There, there's no fucking way that they were clean. I'll tell you, you that know? right now. Did you know not get the? I got the special version where she was rubbing her fanny before she. <laughs> 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 
Macron. <rire> Sans moi dire, j'ai tes chances. Oh Jesus Christ, man! Oh, this is actually quite cool around the nation on school because I've not done this in a really long time. No, oh, fucking same. You taste like bread. You fucking yeast infection. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, school school is fucking crazy, man. Janice, thank you for a solid immune system. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I got fucking, uh, I got a veruca for Dean's Community High School swan pool. Only time I've ever had one. So fuck oh, yous. Sure. Fuck yous for my veruca. And I bazookaed my veruca. So you fancy <laughs> sponsoring us, come on. Hurry up. Got a couple of sponsors in the works. I'd be the perfect fucking person to sponsor for bazooka veruca. Like, Middle Eastern guy, favourite weapon. AK-47 or an RPG. Come on. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's all we fucking use. Hurry up. Fucking sign me up. <laughs> so, um, you know, breaking news. I think this is the perfect, the perfect way to segue in. Nicole <laughs> is actually leaving the Inside Out podcast for other ventures. Just discussed. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. <laughs> so... So I'll be back true. to myself again, which means, uh, <laughs> yeah, good night a lot of the viewers. <laughs> um, no, I, I refuse to believe that, Sean. I think you'd be able to pull great content yourself. You already have. That's how you fucking started this stuff, you, you wee silly sausage. That's why you, to be honest, mate, that's why your face is actually in the cover still. <laughs> yeah. You know how we're um, co-hosts and it's only me on the cover and we, we need to fix that. And that is on the record Okay. But uh, here, if you go to Inside Out Podcast on Instagram, I was thinking the other day, right, we've not done a shameless plug in a while. So head on over to Instagram. Do you know what? Minimize this window right now. Go to your Instagram app. Uh Tap on that little uh, magnifying glass at the bottom Uh there. And then just search away Inside Out Podcast. You'll see a beautiful sketch of a handsome man, um, (laughs) Sean Barnes. And oh, uh, yes. yes, and then please click follow. <laughs> and this is why, you know, you've got people in life that are like the annoying fucking pop puppets as well. And that's my one, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Can he get fucking ready on? Michael, should we air the dirty laundry on this podcast? Uh, I, uh, I don't mm. know if I should be doing this. Uh, Guys, this okay. has not been pre-discussed before the show, but uh, oh. when uh, Michael messages me, or I might message him, it's a two-way street here, uh, mm-hmm. if they don't get a response promptly, let's say in five minutes, <laughs> you hear this noise on the next voice clip sent. <laughs> yes, it is fucking annoying, <laughs> it's fucked sometimes. <laughs> It's hilarious, it's so funny. Yeah, it's just to clarify to the fucking viewers and listeners there, uh, that's a knocking noise. From what it sounded like, your, um, you know, your microphone stand was making a wee bit of a metal noise, just in case, you know, oh, got some people okay. that are uh, pretty particular. Okay, Michael, thanks for the, that's, for the, that's a good save. <laughs> Not a problem. Always here. The party gate scandal. 
drives me fucking crazy. That fucking dickhead Rishi Sunak and dickhead Boris Johnson have been mm. fined, but they're still in a fucking job. If that is anyone else's job in the general public, you're fucking gone. Yeah. If you do you're, that, you're fucking gone. What the fuck? So they got signed. How much did they get signed? Did uh... I don't know. I don't know what the, how much they got fined. Ten grand or something like that. But like, that's like just a I guess. Think, yeah. yeah, exactly. Boris Johnson's like, run, run, finish. Yeah, like if that was a, a job, a, like you say, the general public, there's no fucking way they'd be in a job uh, after they got caught doing that. This is the biggest issue with law that it gets yeah. bought. Law gets bought is not down the line the way it used to be. Made people may be like, "Oh my god, conspiracy!" But you really do see it with like high-profile people. They never get the same punishments as somebody that's moderate, uh, has a moderate income or poor. It's never the same. Yeah. There always seems to be a little bit of a favor in their uh, or a ball in their court that these dirty bastard landlords are cashing in on the soaring house prices, forcing oh, renters yeah. into fucking bidding wars. And Sean, you're picking up your keys to your new condo this fucking, well, tomorrow. Yeah. How hard was it for you to fucking get a rented bloody property over there? Oh my God, yeah. You had to suck somebody uh, off, eh? <laughs> had to do a bit of a deed. <laughs> <laughs> you can either go down the whole uh, normal process or you can... <laughs> go down the whole deed. <laughs> <laughs> Die past that motherfucker. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, just to give like the viewer and listener a kind of in depth of kind yeah, of how like, shit uh, is uh, over there for even getting rented property. Yeah, like it is, man. Because when you think about like, um, so I went in and I was viewing a, a couple of places, but also that takes days. Like you know, you arrange, you get in touch, then they get back in touch with you, then you arrange a day, and it might be three, four, five days later. You got no mm-hmm. hope of getting that place in that time because people are going in and offering play they're, they're going to see it before you, obviously, or they're just putting fucking blind offers in going, yeah, well, fucking place looks not bad. I'll just put an offer in, which is eventually what I did because going the other oh. path doesn't work. So basically, I never saw it. Well, I saw a lot of pictures on it and that, but I never been there. You know yourself. You can see something in a picture that it's always, it's not a true <laughs> indication of the sheer amount of size <laughs> in person. Girth. <laughs> oh, I didn't think there was that much of a girth on it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, then I eventually just put in the, the, the author and then uh, that tend to work because I put in the author, it wasn't really accepted by the time I viewed it, but in fact it was, it got accepted the next day because, you know, you submit all your shit at the same time, so um, you know, the usual stuff you would need and I just think that it's a crazy market don't get, Nate, the prices are even higher than when I arranged that place a month ago. Good fucking God, man. So I'm like, we almost feel like we're paying more cheap. than what we should, obviously, but we mm. all feel it's cheap now because, like, well, if we get the same place um, now, 
do another one to two hundred dollars per month. Bloody hell! Yeah, that is same absolutely place. same ridiculous. size of condo. Everything the same. Like what there's nothing the that would. It's just a crazy time, man. Like I was thinking, anybody like, that doesn't have to move, don't fucking mm-hmm. bother. Yeah, it's. I'm doing it because I want to, and because I have to, is I want to to move in with Diana. You know what I mean? Like that's the only way it works for us. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're doing it. But yeah, like then we will hopefully you know buy a place in a in a, a year or two. Why? That's but that's you can't be... rush into these things, especially trying to follow a market in any way, man. It doesn't fucking work. Like if you're trying to get in because you think now's the best thing to buy. There's not a good basis to make a life-changing decision, in my opinion, anyway. <clears throat> well, this is what a lot of people got burned out in the last time, where they bought property and they ended up losing like a hundred grand, hundred fifty grand. Yeah. By luck, by being unlucky. Crazy. Yeah, and it's like that across the board. Like, there's not. It's not just here that's bad. It's it's there. It's everywhere. Everything's going up. The cost of living for like rent or mortgage, the Bank of Canada's interest rate uh, last year went from 0.25% to 0.5%, and then this week they doubled it. It's now 1%. Jesus. Which fuck. sends inflation even higher. It's like basically oh, yeah, 7%, around 7%. Yeah. I think we're a bit less than 7%. I think it's like six or low 60s, but. It, it's still a crazy amount, 6.1 or whatever it is. Mad. It's just nuts. And and people are trying to live, man. People are trying to just, like, things don't, money doesn't go as far as what it used to. And, you know, that one or 200 or 300 pound that it costs you more per month to have certain things. Heat your fucking house. Shit. Yeah, yeah, like, heat your fucking home. Like, the prices there have went fucking nuts, eh? The metal. Yeah. Tooth, add an extra couple hundred pound in your fucking energy bill. What? Per month, is that? No, I think it's about that, yeah. I remember fucking paying like oh. 80, 90 quid, and that shit's like, yeah, double it. But then again, I need to wait for the fucking. This is the first bill coming out after this month, so let's see. Yeah. Ballpark figure is going to be about 150 quid, I'm going to guess. Maybe a bit more. Maybe a fact actually may actually be two hundred. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I think it is about tripling it. It's a bit of a bastard, to be honest, man. But what can you do? Well, apparently, yeah. people, people, I think I can't remember what day it was, the eleventh or something, were switching all the, well, <laughs> the electricity off in their house on the t- ten o'clock and then putting it back on after ten minutes to try and surge the network. Apparently, Spain did that, and they got their. Yeah, they got their energy bills back down to fucking the same level it was in 2019. So, yeah, so people listening, come on. When it's these sort of things, you need to come together. If you can get regions that come together, we can fight this shit. Yeah, imagine like the Toronto area, it's like seven million people. You in Canada, man, didn't even think about your back home here in Scotland. First, <laughs> this is what's called uh, getting it tight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time somebody said that about me since I was seventeen. 
too. <laughs> Here's something that I believe, and it's just my theory on life in general, but it's just a belief that I have anyway. Mm. It's, uh, Welcome to Theory FM, where we give you the theory. Actually, I'm going to go on. I'm going to bring it back to uh, Tangent Airlines, actually, because oh, oh. there's a wrestler, right, and he's called Austin Theory, right, oh, yeah. and uh, he was involved with Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't watch it though. After WrestleMania, like, so Stone Cold was there one night. He's not going to be there fucking the next night on Raw or anything like that. It's just one night, right? So. The next day, I think it was the next night on Raw or the same week, I can't remember, um, they took his first name away from him. So the re- there's a wrestler that's just been called Theory. What? And, and it's obviously very coincidental because he just was involved with Stone Cold Steve Austin. So you think Austin has fucking said something to get that guy's fucking name off? You know what? I don't. I think it's probably something stupid within Duddy Duddy years when, yeah, like, you know, we don't want to take the the spotlight away from Stone Cold Steve Austin and use that name every week on our show. Nobody can take the spotlight away from Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's very, very difficult, and nobody in the wrestling business, minus maybe a couple or, or more, uh, going to steal the spotlight. Undertaker. The Rock. Um, yeah. But these guys are not in the business right now. <laughs> no, no, they're all fucking finished. Yeah. Like, you could say, well, what about Brock Lesnar? Mm, maybe, but... <clears throat> Let's be honest, man. He's just a fucking... He's used as if he's some sort of, uh, you know, special ingredient. I he will is. just fucking play him now and again, and then, oh, he's popped up, on his way, and he's back, yeah. and he's away. I, I don't think he's doing any MMA just now, though. No, he's not, man. He's retired. He's already announced he's officially retired. Yeah. He's not going back to it. Totally a good move, man. He had a great career. It's the NNA is the level. At least he made the transition. People thought you couldn't make the transition yeah. from that. Exactly. And fucking, he went bloody heavyweight wrestler and kicking folks' arse. But there were still like technical um, fighters there that gave him a wee bit of a shock. Like, yeah, you've came from that, but like this is my. My shit. <laughs> yeah. This is my martial art I've been doing for years. But a lot, a lot of it is, I mean, obviously there's clearly a, a crazy amount of skill involved in martial arts, but just I just imagine stepping in there, right? And don't get me wrong, he's they some big guy. <laughs> and pissing <tonight>. yourself. <laughs> but I'd just be looking across the drop Lesnar like, this guy is going to fucking kill me. Like, Mate. I've got no chance with this guy. This guy's <laughs> fucking huge. <laughs> if his nipple fucking chafed against your face, mate, it'd be fuck your face would be black. Bruised. <laughs> and got a black eye to drop Lesnar's fucking nipple. <laughs> Breaking news this week. <laughs> I went on my tangent, but anyway, coming back to my theory. Mm, welcome um, down, you've just landed. And if you've skipped ahead in the podcast, press play now. Okay, no, back to the theory. The previous that you just loaded all shit to get to the point. <laughs> but I believe in life, man, that like, I'll, whenever I've ever went through anything hard, okay, mm-hmm. not the best choice of words, <laughs> but... Uh, not talking about dick. Not talking about dick, FM. But um, 
yeah, like things have a funny way of always working out, even when you think it's the shittest situation uh, possible. Mm-hmm. And not working out because the bad thing that you wanted to happen, or no, that you didn't want to happen, happened. But you, there's mm-hmm. still a pivot that you have to make, you know, and you, you know, you adjust to life without someone or something or the same kind of same thing that you had before. But yeah. when you thought if you obviously the the better scenarios if you know you could stop something from happening, but there's some things in life you can't and it's just you know, you've made a mistake or something and and uh that mistake is like it can't be taken back, you know, but obviously mm-hmm. if it's in someone else's hands, they can interpret that in many different ways. And I just think that, like, it makes things change. It, it makes us change. But it always, at the time, it can be so stressful and uh, scary because the unknown is fucking scary for the most part. But, like, you know, when you make the pivot, you think in a few months, maybe it's very possible that you might be like, oh, I'm glad that happened, you know? Like I got, I got uh, let go from one of my jobs, and during a pandemic, right, and mm-hmm. the job market was absolute shit because the company was changing their organization uh, structure, and you know they were cutting a lot of people. They cut people that were working there for thirty years, and that's how serious they were about these cuts. But unbelievable, man! At that time, when that happened that day, it was so out of the blue. Like, it it just, like, I was nearly going on a call with my manager, and then next minute I know someone's on HR's uh, involved in that call because they got the meeting invite, and then obviously, I'm not going into all the details, but basically, they were like, yeah, we're changing it, and you're not going to be working here effective immediately. And I'm just like, mm. holy fuck, it's like 11 a.m., and I was just yeah. doing my daily work. Nothing had changed. I had a, I remember having a busy day planned. And you know how when in the morning you get mentally prepared for the day when it's especially when it's busy and you know it's busy. You're yeah. like, right, I need to get myself ready to Different tackle mode. these things and that. And then uh, at, at quarter past eleven, I was like, well, I'm not working anymore. And it's just like your brain goes from being going at hundred miles an hour to like fucking stalled because you're like what the hell just happened but there's nothing i could have done to present that like well that's it man that's the things in life like that but like in a pandemic we know that the 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 lock i don't think it was lockdown but it was fucking bad right it was this was last year literally last year and i remember when i was that day um when that happened obviously after talking to people and telling them what the fuck happened I remember sitting there going, I'm not that worried. Like, I should be more worried. The situation is absolute shit. But I remember going, I think everything's going to be all right. Because every little thing is going to be all right. Don't (laughs) worry about a thing. This podcast is sponsored by Bob Marley. (laughs) <laughs> but to be honest man I just I know that there is a mindset that you can go into there going holy shit my life is going upside down 
and you know you keep wanting the <laughs> shout out to Will Smith. This is the story all about how my life <laughs> turned upside down yeah, after a slap, Chris Rock. <laughs> Yeah, you're sitting right there, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's me fucked up, everything, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I know Will Smith's passionate about what he does and that, but, like, for him, I don't think he's going to have very many troubles in the rest of his life in terms of financially or whatever. Oh, he's... But for us, you know, good. that shit happening, it's like, well, we're not rich, so, you know, like, this has quite big implications, you know? Dick sucking mode where he's like five, I'll charge you a five or I'll charge you a ten or I'll go all the way back to the end with the pan break. No problem. A hundred and I'll give you a fucking good night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a hundo on me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> make it make it fucking rain. <laughs> and sad, sad to say that this has made me think about this after saying that, but have you seen the crazy flooding in South Africa? That's not, actually. Yeah, hundreds are dead. And some areas have had an average annual rainfall. Their average annual rainfall in 48 hours. What? Yeah, man. Like, 300 people have died. It's horrible, man. Is that, like, obviously flooding homes and everything? eh? This is the place is a complete wreck. Yeah, so they didn't even expect this at all. So, like, Mother Nature, by the way, you need to remember, you need to be on your toes. <laughs> you can't fuck with it. I, I would be hating to live anywhere in America that has any, like, tornadoes or that. Oh, fucking right, yeah. There's enough shit going on in life without, you know, Earth trying to fucking take you out as well. <laughs> mm. You need to fucking remember that. And people go live there like, yeah, I go, I've got my own hatch downstairs, I got my beer, I got my bath. Ready to take down this tornado. Let's fucking go. Welcome to Tornado FM. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> you know, I had the Storm Chasers. You ever watch that? Where fucking people, they, they had this fucking big kitted out van. Mm-hmm. And they were just going to drive through a tornado and film it. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't fun. remember if they'd done it or not. Yeah. Unbelievable. Fucking I hell. think they did. It was a big kitted out van. It could like suck itself to the road and that. <laughs> Wish I could. And um, <laughs> has they got a fucking Dyson on the bottom of that by any chance? <laughs> Shout out Mate. to Dyson who invented that national product. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the sick sucker. <laughs> <laughs> this will suck your sick. It'll when suck it... your van. It'll suck your dick, Dyson. <laughs> Still waiting. We're still waiting for the product. Um, they've not sent us a demo copy yet. Happy to test. Mm. You, what were the Brooklyn shootings? Did you see? Did you see that in the news? Sixty-two-year-old guy. Yeah, Sixty-two. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah, he's just coming towards the end of life. And what the fuck? Yeah. Nate, just think. I was on the subway trains just a few weeks ago. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! And I was it? down near where the the bridge is over to Brooklyn. I know, but if you get thinking like that, I mean, I could have been, I could have been on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, my yeah, friends, I mean... <laughs> is part of my issue. Paranoia. <laughs> Paranoia. When it comes out your bum like pedigree chum. Diarrhea. That was old school fucking uh, school bloody uh, song. Yeah? 
Yeah, that, that shooting thing was quite crazy, man. That that Brooklyn shooting thing. When I saw that, I thought, are you, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I don't 60 fucking two? Really? Yeah, especially when they identified, because obviously the news came out and then later they announced who, the, who it was. I th- I'm pretty sure, at least how I read it anyway. But, oh my God, I was like, this guy's 62? I don't know who I th- what I thought the age was. I typically thought a fucking 30-year-old guy or something. Yeah, it's uh, you don't expect somebody that old who's kind of lived life, you'd assume they've got um, a whole lot of wisdom. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, not all true. I don't know. Maybe he's suffering some sort of disease or something as well. You can't rule that out. There could be something exactly. else connect- connected to literally mentally unstable. <clears throat> and welcome back like- to Mentally Unstable Radio! <laughs> you dare to fucking listening. Who the fuck you listening? Are you being funny? I'm fucking talking to you. I'm in your left ear, your right ear. I'll be your nostrils. <laughs> And, and to be honest, Nancy, when I was in New York, uh, New York, a lot of crazy people, like and like people that are, I say crazy people, and basically what I'm saying is people that are like homeless, drunk, on drugs, like, and and, and I'm not saying they're bad people. I just mean like what they're disrupted. They they're like fucking shouting in the subway stations, like especially like probably women, uh, is my guess, because they're pretty much all guys that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's scary because there was a guy in the so one point. I don't know if I told the story, but I'll tell it quick anyway. Where you know, you're using the machine to buy your ticket in the subway oh, station, yeah. Right? And then there's a guy that's the, the guy comes near us and he's shouting, he's not shouting at us, he's just shouting like crazy, but it's like aggressive. I want to yeah, fuck you, like, Sean. It's like. <laughs> Fuck this, Sean turned over. But anyway, uh, yeah, so he basically kept shouting and he was getting closer and closer. And uh, my mum and our pal were like, holy shit, like they were getting worried. And uh, and they were like, fucking. <laughs> I'm laughing now that at the time I'm trying to fucking order the, uh, put the tickets in the machine, right? Dress uh, what, how many tickets I wanted in that. And they're fucking going like this way, dollar bills. Just kept handing it because they were panicking. I'm like, you can't fucking keep handing it them because I'm trying to work the screen so that I can fucking get the tickets. And it, <laughs> so I'm trying to touch the screen, and the fucking hands are coming in with like, here's another dollar, dollar, dollar. You know, like <laughs> I thought I was a bloody, uh, you know, a nail escort there. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, that, it's quite it's quite intimidating, though. To be fair, like I mean, it's yeah, a bit. Water. What did you say to him, Pam? What did you say to him? Come on, he never told us. You get right back now. He didn't come close enough, man. Eh? But if he did, I would have been like, "Fucking <laughs> check yourself." <laughs> drop, drop, kick on in the subway station. <laughs> You're about <laughs> to get wrecked, boy. <laughs> drop kicked in the subway. I'm a black belt in origami. <laughs> I'm a black belt in order and need bloody subway tickets and getting dollars thrown at you at the same time, man. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm fucking... <laughs> uh, talking about, uh, you know, random stuff like that, Sean. Got a wee question for you. What survival myth is completely wrong and can get you killed? Do you know any? Survival myth that can get yes. you killed? Aye. 
It's just completely like not my uh, expertise. Yeah, that's fine. No problem. I'll um, my back's a Please. little bit sore today from carrying you, so don't worry. Um, <laughs> you Michael, the old. viewers or listeners do not like complainers. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a complainer. I'm a doer. So let me do you. So apparently, drinking drinking water from a cactus is one of them. So any liquid inside a cactus will be highly acidic and likely to cause nausea and diarrhea, further wow. dehydrating you. Fucking hell! Unbelievable. Wow. Did not know that. Guess what? Do now. This is uh, a very informative podcast. Welcome back to Survival Radio, where we put you before us. Follow flying birds to find water. They simply can fly any night, anywhere. So don't rely on them. Okay? That was a... I am. <laughs> Somebody uh-huh. put, fish are the ones that you should follow. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. Mate, try explaining water to fish. They think you're crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? So it's like, yeah, uh-huh. H2O? <laughs> hey, Bob, you gotta get over here. This guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> hey, going back to the uh, the Twitter and Elon Musk, the latest okay. news in this saga is... Um, breaking news? That, uh, yeah. Oh. Well, not really breaking, I guess, but... The Twitter CEO has actually emailed all employees to say that they're evaluating Elon Musk's <gasps> takeover. Oh, shit. You heard yeah. it here first. Probably a week that later by the time it comes out, Sean. But that's fine. You heard it here first anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole lot of magic that needs to happen between now and then. <laughs> oh, yes. And he's not talking about the, the sex. <laughs> It's just interesting that this stuff is going ahead. If that if Twitter does become unfiltered, though, it will be really. This is just my opinion, but I, I think Elon Musk is the person to do it, man, because that's it's people like him that set trends like that, man. Because smaller companies have tried to do it and they get shut down every time because they don't have the the money the or the, yeah. the, exactly. But Twitter, like under Elon Musk, Elon Musk is worth. Like two hundred and sixty something billion. He's the richest dollars. man in the world, man. Exactly. So if he's paying forty three billion for Twitter, uh, M- he's got a he lot of money. He must have left. a good life. <laughs> he must have a fucking good life where he can just be like, "Yeah, cool. Let's do this. Let's build a fucking armored truck. Let's take people that don't know how to be fucking proper astronauts and take them up and get them there to the fucking moon. Let's show you." The- not the moon, in the space, and just show the world what could be done. Unfucking believable Oh, yeah. It is. Definitely. Regardless if Yingy's a fucking rad or not, it's still unbelievable. The the flamethrower idea he had was a little bit fucking mental, I will be honest. Mm. But he just done it just because he wanted to prove people wrong. <laughs> fucking crazy. You, you know the thing is, man, like, he, he is, like... Innovator. Um, Sexy. Uh, I think he's. I think he's got like a crazy amount of energy to work that much. Like I'm not sure, like even if you love what you're doing, like there's only a certain amount of people who has that energy levels to work that much. Mm-hmm. Like he's passionate, man. That's the difference, though, isn't it? But he's got kids in that, I believe, as well, though. If you're passionate and you neglect your kids, you can do anything. 
<laughs> but you know, fair play on. But he's divorced now as well, wasn't he? He was married to some. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, some chick. I'm pretty sure I heard that too. Yeah. Some musician. Emo. No, no, one emo. Finding emo. <laughs> that would be a really good fucking film, wouldn't it? Hey man, have you seen my friend Brian? Sorry, emo. <laughs> you know, like we talked about TV and like cable TV and that. Like it's only a matter of time before it's done, right? Like it's gonna lose. Yeah. Just the online, like that Sky Q is basically online as well, right? Like, but he, here's the thing: this most people watch TV. Um, obviously, I know people watch like TV shows, obviously, but sports is a big thing. Why people still have cable and and these subscriptions to like Sky Sports, BT Sports, and all that. Yeah, hundred percent. Once that moves online, um, and you don't need to buy a cable package to get Sky Sports, like mm-hmm. people will go online where it's easiest. And I, I know you can totally just buy Sky Sports online. I'm sure you totally can, but. Like it's, I think it's quite expensive as I as I remember, right? But think of sixty seventy quid a month. Maybe yeah, more. but then like you've got like uh, sports. Once they start to transition on uh, online, like there's less of a need for cable TV, so there'll be a lot of people that drop off. I know that's been the case for a while, but um, it's happening. It's going to change, and when like. Trust me, like 5G or what the next generation, 6G, whatever it's called, is going to be how you connect to everything, anytime, anywhere. Like, there's no home internet or that either. It's no. all going to be over the 5G or whatever it is. <laughs> it's going to be the new fucking advert. It's all going to be over 5G. <laughs> Uh, and I'm putting it on this podcast on April 14th, 2022, as we always say it like that for some reason. Um, <laughs> Sean was right. <laughs> well, let's fucking, let's find out. Let's see what happens. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are just my thoughts on it. But yeah. I mean, we can tell the, the viewers and listeners we, we did catch the end of the Rangers game illegally oh, yeah. streaming it. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking get it up, you sky virgin. <laughs> BT, the lot of is. What are you going to do? Oh. <laughs> we were streaming it exclusively on Michael's computer because I would never do such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Nodal. A thank fuck for a VPN. <laughs> anyway, on that note, Michael, it is that time again. And what time is that? Time to you know, set us off into the sunset inside out podcast of the week. Nah, I can't be asked. See you later. Bye. I'll give some words of wisdom before we uh, head off into oh. the sunset. Oh, he's I have, I have something written he's... down and prepared for you. Just oh read? my god. He's, he's, this is going to be like a birthday card or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. Oh my god. Uh when I was depressed right and I still feel I am holy shit that was pretty transparent but ah well it's not on fun and games (laughs) welcome back to depression radio but to sort but to send us off in style let's say I wanted to actually uh, 
But one of the things that made me so depressed is because I looked at everything as a struggle. And I wanted to share, like, go like a step further than saying exactly what I experienced. Mm-hmm. And I did mention when I was saying that, uh, some I was asking myself so many questions. And it was stressful just asking all those fucking questions. You're like, holy shit. So here's some of the questions that I asked myself. And there's like 15 here, so I'm not going to go through all 15. But like, I'll say the ones that I think are probably the most common because I've heard other sure. people talk about it too. Like, uh, it says like, vague as fuck something. Like, what is my ideal life? What means the most to me? Flexibility, career, all that stuff. And then I said, what career do I want? What's, uh, like, what do I want my health and fitness routine to be? Um, this one is a big one. This was, uh, why do I always feel people are sick of me and why do they put up with me? Uh, I feel that when I want to talk to someone about, uh, get like the way I'm feeling, I feel it's always a burden on them. I feel alone no matter what anyone says to me. And they could say to me a million times that they're there for me and they want to be there for me. I still treat that as I'm still alone. Mm. It's interesting. This is why writing stuff down in some sort of book is so valuable because there's no other way you can kind of capture the moment, really, unless you recorded yourself. Exactly, man. But anyway, I wanted to share a couple of the things before we went because I thought about it before the podcast and I thought, you know, people ask themselves the same stuff, man. This is not this is not unique to just me, you know. Yeah. Um but yeah, like then I said like I always feel sad. I, I always feel like at the things of struggle. Um I feel um like I feel really anxious when I feel I've let people down and it could be by just saying like no to doing something um, or not arrange those FaceTime calls and all that, man. Don't have a problem doing that with me, mate. (laughs) (laughs) There's different like with that, but I mean like you still have to show up at work, you still have to do those meetings, you still have to get on with your life. Like there's a lot of things that that just doesn't stop. Like you have to Mate, do it. Who invented that work was going to take up that much time in your life? Fuck them. Yeah, fuck let's, them. Let's let's start a war on them. <laughs> exactly. Breaking news at the end. More on this war coming next week. Right here. <laughs> Wherever you find your favorite podcast, hit us up again at. Inside Out Podcast on Instagram. Now let me repeat that. Pull up your phone. If you're listening to this on your phone, minimize your phone, open the okay, app, uh, search mm-hmm. Inside Out Podcast, click that follow button, and I will see you, or we will see you, next week, next week. on Inside Out Podcast. Bang.